Hey guys, welcome back to another Weird Wednesday. I'm Ashers, and this is... Ivy. So, here we are, yet another another uh, Weird Wednesday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we thought that we would kind of get some pretty general topics out of the way before we dive too big into, you know, big investigations, which they're coming. Um, so this week, you know, we kind of thought we'd take it easy and would talk about ghosts. Um, Ivy, what do you think of ghosts? Do you think that they're real or... I do. Do you? Yes. I don't know if they're always the way that people think of ghosts, but, you know, in a sense, like, people that connect with spirit guides kind of see ghosts, essentially. I guess it just kind of depends on how they present themselves or if it's somebody that they know from their life that's passed on or yeah yeah true i'm not sure the other day actually i was in the bathroom and um i had turned my sink on in the kitchen before um i went to the bathroom because it takes my hot water a minute to really heat up so i turned the water on and i went to the bathroom and it shut off while i was in the bathroom so (laughs) talk about uh yeah so you know i definitely um so back when i was younger i used to be a cool kid and um we would just go on like joy rides to all these like supposedly like we'd like go to like crybaby bridges and like haunted roads and abandoned places and stuff like that and i mean for the most part like things didn't really happen (laughs) you know so I don't know if you know I I don't I I guess I don't believe in like tradition like a traditional ghost um you know but I think that there's definitely something out there you know whatever it is um you know I'm not sure uh one time one story that people like to hear about is uh we have this uh local road it's called Fudge Road have you ever been down Fudge Road Mm-mm. Yeah, it's um, like so, like it's this weird. It's just like a weird road out in the middle of nowhere. Um, it's like kind of in Germantown, but not quite. You know where German Germantown, Ohio. Yeah. Um, you know where Germantown is. Um, but um, it's like a one lane road, and like only one car can go through at a time, and it's just. I mean, it's just weird and creepy, and there's like all kinds of stories of like cults and you know like satanic cults and ghosts and like supposedly like this big like shootout happened between like police and a couple drug dealers and there's like a drug the drug house is you know what they call it um but anyway the first time i ever went down there um i went with uh quite a few people i think there was five of us and um we had kind of researched some of the legends to kind of see what to like look out for or whatever and um so we went down to fudge road and we went up to the you know quote-unquote drug house um and you know we parked there and one of the legend legends that we had heard right before going was that there's a lady that drives like an old cadillac and she will try to run you off the road or she'll chase you off the road or something along those lines so wait is the cadillac a ghost too then well that's what they were like implying yeah was that like <laughs> the cadillac lady was like a ghost i don't car. know about all that well so listen so we go and uh we get to this house and it's just this big old white house it's got boarded up windows but there is a fence around the house 
like a big tall chain link fence. You can see through it. But within the fence, there's like grass that is as tall as this fence. And the fence is probably nine feet tall. I mean, it's taller than people. And um, and the grass is as tall as the fence. I mean, it's just, it's great. You know, it's abandoned. Um, but like the house, at the top of it, it comes to like a point or whatever. And for whatever reason, there's a camera, like a new like video camera, like pointing down at the front of the house. And we noticed that. And we're like, huh, yeah. that's weird. And we walk up to the grass and we can like hear noises happening. And we're like, what is that? And through the tall grass comes a, uh, (laughs) this is crazy, but comes a fucking, a pig nose. There's live pigs living at at this abandoned house, this abandoned house, like with this tall grass. It was, it was just fucking bizarre. And then like the fence is locked, like there's a padlock on it. So you can't open it and like let the pigs out. It was so fucking weird, but it gets weird. Does someone live there now? I I don't think so because the windows are open. When was this? This was back in like 2009, 2010. This was a long time ago. Yeah, this was (laughs) back when I was young. Um... But so we stopped there and we're like parked in front of this house or whatever. And um, all of a sudden, two cars pull up and park right behind us. There is an old truck and there's an old Cadillac with a lady in it. And we're like, what is going on? And like the guy, there's like in the truck is like this old man driving it. And he's like flashing his lights at us. Like he's got like a flashlight and he's like, what are you guys doing here? And then, like, you know, we're trying to, like, just tell, oh, sorry, we'll leave. You know, we're just kids. We're dumb. And the lady, like, out of nowhere fucking screeches like a banshee. She's like, (laughs) she's like, you guys are going to hell. And we're like, wow, lady. I mean, we are, but. That escalated quickly. Right. We didn't do anything. So we get back in the car and um, one of the the guys, it was the brother of the driver, he had told her, um. He's like, now, he's like, you know, because the legend we heard was that she'll block your path from, like, leaving the road. And he's like, now, if that Cadillac's sitting at the end of this road and she's blocking the road, you're just going to fucking ram her. Like, you're just going to take the car and you're just going to drive right through. Because she had this this big-ass Jimmy truck. And so, um, but there was, she wasn't there. Um, and so, you know, of course, you know, what do we do? We continue to go back almost every night. <laughs> so what we did, we, we would drive around and get high and go to Fudge Road and, and other people would be there. Like you'd see other people, like other kids and shit there and you'd honk at them and shit. Well, we've like kind of found out later on down the line. So when you first enter the road, you make a right turn onto it. When you first enter it. Um, there's a house right there. Well, there's a bridge, a supposed crybaby bridge, and then there's a house right there. And the lights are always on on it. And what, what we found out was that that lady in the Cadillac owns that house. And um, what we later found out is that she is actually basically trying to purchase the entire road. Because there are other houses and shit on the road. And so um, she just is sick of being harassed by people. I don't know if she's still alive. So the last time we tried to go down there, I mean, it was probably like 2011, 2012, and there's road close signs up. Like you can't, you know, but people live there, but there's no through traffic around allowed. So we haven't actually been down the road, and I can't imagine she, she's so fucking old. But we'd see her, and she'd spend her nights driving down the same road that we were, and it's like, bitch, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. 
So, I mean, was it haunted? I don't know. The abandoned house thing was weird. It did have a camera. It did have fucking pigs living in the yard. It was weird. But then again, I mean, that's it's rural Ohio. So, <laughs> you know, weird shit like that can happen. So, right. you know, I don't know. But, I mean, we used to do stuff all the time. You know, we've been to so many abandoned bridges and just so many different things that, you know, for me personally, it just, it just seemed like legends because I really, I mean, we had been to all these places and never really seen anything. I mean, it's creepy. It's a cre- creepy atmosphere, but... You know, I don't know. So, do you have any experiences with uh, with ghosts? Well, with the ghosty ghouls. I do remember this time at where I'm living now. My roommates are Aaron and Michael, and shout out to them. They're amazing. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. Hi, Michael. <laughs> Hi. Hi. And Erin is actually, like, a big fan of ghosts, but... Um, She's into the paranormal stuff. Yeah. Does she watch uh, Ghost Hunters? Yeah, she watches pretty much everything. <laughs> everything, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, so, when I first started living with them, there was this time, like, I was half asleep, and I could have swore I seen Erin. Okay. And... Then, like, I, you know, like, in a few seconds came to and realized that I was just seeing things. But I had told Erin about it. And uh, she said that her, I think it was her grandma or her great-grandma looked just like her. Okay. And I have kind of wondered if I seen her ghost. But I don't know. Yeah, you, you know? can't really prove it. Like, I was half asleep, like, just waking up. So, Lord knows. But that's actually happened to me twice. Really? Yeah. You've seen her twice, like, that that specific one tw- yeah. twice? And once yeah. was in my bedroom, and once was on the main floor. So, I don't know. It could have been a ghost, but it wasn't like... I don't know. It was weird. It was like it didn't look like what I imagine a ghost would look like. Yeah, it looked like a real person, but it was like a split second. It wasn't just like they were there and I was looking at them. So I don't know if it was just like one of those things where it just looks like there's something in the corner of your eye, right? But. It wasn't in the corner of my eye. It was, like, in my line of sight. So, it's yeah. just a little weird. Yeah. That is, re- that is weird. I mean, you know, obviously I'm very spiritual. And, like, one thing that I do is, um, like, on my uh, Spotify playlist, I have, um, like, songs that remind me of my, of my grandmother. And um, I like to think that, you know, since my Spotify is always on shuffle, uh, whenever one of those songs pops up, it's her trying to communicate with me and 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 usually it you know it kind of works out that way you know that it's like something that makes sense for the time being something that i need to hear from her and um you know it could be coincidence because the songs are on my playlist and they're bound to come up but you know i don't believe in coincidences i believe in synchronicities so (laughs) you know i just don't think that that's a thing so you know obviously i i do you know have have to extend some disbelief um 
But I've never really been made a believer until until recently. And um, you know, it's been it's been different. You know, I've had some some very odd experiences happen. Um, we went to um, I went to uh, Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and um, I went to. Why is this one Arkansas and <laughs> this one Kansas? <laughs> I know I, I messed it up. Time. I'm sorry. No, was, uh, <laughs> why is this one Arkansas and this one Kansas? This should be Arkansas, <laughs> America. Explain. <laughs> I love that lady. <laughs> I used to say that. I used to say, um, you know, Arkansas all the time to my ex. He'd get so mad. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but it is. It's Arkansas. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We were called Kansas Cancel. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know. Um, Maybe that's what we'll do now. Cancel. Cancel. Yeah. Cancel. (laughs) (laughs) But um, we were at Eureka Springs, and um, it's it's beautiful town. This whole town is like built into the side of a mountain. I recommend. There's fucking nothing in Arkansas. There really isn't. If you're going to go for whatever reason, make a point to go to Eureka Springs. Because um, that's really it. That's that's all that's there. Um, but the whole town's like built into the side of a mountain. And it's like an, an old kind of like hippie town. And on the top of this mountain is this hotel. And it's called the Crescent Hotel. Um, some of you might have heard of it. It's been on like Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters. And I mean, it's it's famous. And, um, and you walk in... And there's, you know, immediately, as soon as you walk in a gift shop, you know, so they're, they're branding themselves a, a haunted hotel. Um, they they do ghost tours there without you having to stay. And of course you can stay. Um, but anyway, you know, the hotel's got a lot of really weird history. Um, and I went to this place without having any knowledge of any of it. I, I had never heard of it. Um my ex, he didn't really tell me anything about it. He's like, you know, I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I'm just going to kind of have you see what happens. And I'm like, sure, you know, that's fine. Um, so we go and I really didn't get any like immediate vibes because again, I'm kind of used to that stuff. And, um, we start like walking up the stairs and we're going floor by floor and we get to the third floor and I am like completely out of breath. Now, my fat ass was just like, okay, that's a lot of stairs. <laughs> you stairs know? With you, girl. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I just went up a bunch of stairs. And, you know, so I thought, hold on a second. I'm going to need to take a break. <laughs> I just went up three flights of stairs. Hold on. And, um, you know, I'm sitting there trying to like catch my breath, but I can't. And as a matter of fact, it's getting worse and I can't breathe. And I'm just like compelled to start walking. And, um, you know, you, I, where I was walking towards, you come up to this little, I guess, like intersection in the hallway. And um, I just had this overwhelming sense of I needed to turn left. And I did. And there was like this window right there and um I kind of started walking towards the window and as I'm walking towards the window I'm having some type of out of body experience and I can see through the eyes of something that is coming after me that is above me and um but couldn't come to me it was really strange I really I feel like I'm crazy talking about it I really don't know how else to explain it though and um he was trying to at that point take me down to another specific hallway which I just I couldn't do and um I was just like no you know I I don't know 
And, um, you know, so after a minute, like, I, I kind of came to, and, you know, he's really concerned, and he's like, what's that about? We went and, like, sat, because actually the, the, the stairs were, like, half flights, and we went and sat, um, we kind of went down one of the half flights, and there's, like, a bench there, and we sat down. And from that bench, you could see upstairs, and you can see downstairs from the half flights. And, um... You know, but then, like, we sat down, and, and I'm again starting to feel worse and worse and worse. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, we can see a, a hotel room door right below us. And um, both of us, at the same time, we hear this door open. It opened. We heard it. <laughs> but it didn't open. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so he's like, well, hold on a second. I'm going to go check and see if somebody else, you know, opened a door somewhere. And he went down and looked in the hallway. There's nobody. There's nobody. And he walks back up the flight of steps. And right behind him comes kind of just fucking running around the corner is like a worker there. This young blonde guy. And we're like, where the fuck did he come from? It was weird. And so I just knew that I could not go up to the fourth floor, which is the top floor. I couldn't do it. I just, I, I, I don't, you know, I just, for whatever reason, you know, every time I, I tried to hit those stairs, I just would be like, nope. And um, so we walked around a little bit more. Um, we found this like open window that kind of leads out to like a balcony. You're really not supposed to go out there, but we're heathens and we did. Um, so we, we went out there or whatever, and we were kind of standing out there for a minute, just kind of checking out the area. Again, it's beautiful. You're at the top of a mountain. You know, it's, it's an amazing view. Um, and then we went back inside and right when we went back inside, there was that fucking blonde haired worker again. And, you know, and he didn't say anything to us. There's a sign on the, on the window and door and shit. And it's like, keep it, it's, it's like a, it's, it was like a big window, but you could like walk through it. And it's like, you know, there was like a lock and stuff on it. And there was, like I said, a sign telling you not to go out there. He didn't say anything to us. So whatever. Um, but we ended up, uh, we went to like the basement or whatever, kind of checked it out and then could only go so far. Um, and then eventually we went up to the gift shop and then, um, just kind of looked at it, but there was a cat sitting on the desk at the gift shop. And at first I didn't know if he was real or not (laughs) because he was so still this big fluffy cat, the big black fluffy cat. And I was petting on him and he was real. And it was kind of weird because I was like, kind of nervous, you know, because in my mind, if I went to go reach out and pet this cat and he wasn't receptive of it, that means that some something has imprinted on me that's bad. And, you know, thankfully, I um, I reached out with my my right hand, which for me, that's that's my that's my giving, you know, that's my giving hand. And, you know, just to try to, you know, force that energy more on the cat and the cat took it just fine. So I was like, okay. Um, Which then he told me that there's a ghost cat at the hotel. I didn't know that. There's multiple cats at the hotel. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. Um, So we walk outside. We're getting ready to leave. And um, we stop and take a picture. Um, He's like showing me something specific outside, which I'll talk about in a minute about the history of the hotel itself. Um, But we're like taking a selfie or whatever. And um, that fucking blonde haired worker again just appears out of nowhere. (laughs) I don't, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure that that guy was a real person. Like at this point, I don't know. It was so weird to be there every every time. time. Right. I was like, who is this guy? And he's always like running pretty much. I mean, he's fast as hell. I don't know. It was weird, but you know, we talk about it later and actually we have watched the ghost hunter special on it. And, um, 
you know, come to find out, like, all the spots that I had, like, picked up on were all spots that something, you know, happened in. Or there's, like, particular sightings in or, you know, activity or whatever. And, um, you know, come to find, find out the history of it was, like, when it was first built, it was, like, a women's kind of reformatory place. So women would go there and they would, like, get, like, special training and schooling and stuff like that. And there was like there was like a big story about somebody that like like one of the one of the girls committed suicide because she was a lesbian or I don't know or or she got pregnant or something you know I don't know um, you know but whatever and then the second owner of it um, was this guy who um, said he was a doctor and said that he had the the cure for cancer and invited people and turned it it was he turned it into a cancer hospital. And um, he would, like, invite these, you know, people that were dying of cancer to the hospital. And he would, like, inject them with, like, fucked up shit. And they would die. Um, But then he would continue to, like, harass their family members saying that they were still in treatment. And that he needed them to, you know, keep paying for them to stay in treatment. And he was just a really scuzzy dude. Um, So, like, what he was showing me outside was um, that there was, like, a spot where, like, supposedly he burned the bodies at. And, um, the basement contains, like, a morgue or whatever, and when they first, like, tried to convert it into a hotel, they found, like, posters in the basement of, like, pictures that somebody had taken of the basement with, like, these, like, walls of, like, jars of, like, body parts and stuff. Well, I think it was back in 2016, um, they actually dug up, like, a weird gravesite and, like, found these jars, with like these people's body parts and shit in them so it's it was all kinds of i mean that place is all kinds of fucked up it really is it really is and i thought about like going and staying like staying the night because i love the town i really do I, I really adore it but honestly i don't know if i'm interested in ever going back again you know it was just strange it was just the whole experience was so weird so you know i don't know um you know, I don't know what that's about. So, I mean, what are they? Are, are they are they residual energies left over? Are they? I mean, you know, when the when the body dies, where does the spirit go? I mean, does it stay here? Do we go somewhere else? Right, that's the unknown. Right. I mean, so we really don't. You know, we really don't know. Um, another time, I was out um, with. Uh, with you know my best friend well you know jazz and um she takes you know she's she's one of my photographers and we were out taking pictures at this um abandoned house which actually we were gonna go take pictures at one time Mm -hmm. and we still might at some point but (laughs) we were there and um all of a sudden she starts feeling like really sick and just not good and she was very uncomfortable being at this place still. And we're trying to take pictures. And it's kind of, I mean, it's its starting to get kind of dark out. But it's not, like, crazy or anything. Well, she ended up taking this, like, series of pictures of me. And in one picture, there is a very clear orb. A very clear orb. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. And in the background of the picture, the, like, the whole background is, like, completely dark. As if it's, you know, fucking nighttime out. And it's not, yeah, you know. Like- goes like really deep really far back right and it was just weird because it's not it's the house is right off of a really busy street here in town so um you know it just it was very you know that was another weird experience i didn't feel anything but but she did for whatever reason 
Um, you know, but I've always had weird stuff like that happen. Like I said, the, the water turning off and um, things like that. I felt that way when I was in West Virginia. I felt it uh, the first time I went for the Mothman Festival. Um, and I thought maybe I was just very sick at the time or, you know, I don't know. It was a weird weekend. And we went to the down to the TNT area with the big bunkers and um, everybody else like went in and I couldn't go in. Like it just every time I went in, I would just get overwhelmed with feeling sick and and I'd walk out. I at the time, I just thought that it was because um, I'm a diabetic and that whole weekend I really wasn't like eating the way I was supposed to be. Um, So I thought maybe I was having low blood sugar or something like that. But, you know, now that I go back and think about it, I don't necessarily think so. So, you know, again, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't really know what to make of it. Well, it's not really um, a ghost experience per se, but you'd made mention of how the cat at the hospital or hotel, the hotel whatever yeah. it was, you know, in the past. Um, but my Animal Crossing game. Yeah. I got two pieces of artwork mm-hmm. from Red. The first one he gave me. Yeah. And it was the sunflower painting, which when I had um, adopted Alaric, my little Siamese cat mm-hmm. that you helped me get. You helped me get both of them. Did I help you get both of them? Aww. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think I did too. I think you're yeah. right. <laughs> and uh, the lady sent me a picture of him and there was a uh, sunflower in the background. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, Alaric and the sunflower. And then uh, the second painting was Ophelia, and which is like the sinking mm-hmm. lady. Yeah. She's like laying in a river, and that was my other cat's name. Yeah. So it was kind of weird that the first two paintings, paintings that I donate. And they were both authentic, right? That's right. another thing. They were both authentic. You know, it's <laughs> like, it's not really a ghost experience, but it is kind of like a weird little it's synchronicity. It's a Well, it's, yeah, it's definitely a synchronicity. And I mean, I, I would consider it, at the very least, paranormal. Um you know, I would consider synchronicities paranormal. Um, so, I mean, you know, that is, I think that is weird. But it's just kind of a nod. And everybody has that. Everybody has right. that that feeling of, like, you know, a loved one lost where where you just kind of have that, that wink. And it feels like, it feels so personal, you know. But that is exactly what a synchronicity is. It's a wink from the universe. So, I mean, you know, that's kind of... I did have this one experience... No, I didn't see anything, but so my grandma, she used to crochet and she crocheted these like Christmas trees, but like she would crochet the lights into the Christmas trees so they would actually like light up. Yeah. And I have this big one that's like, I don't know, maybe like two feet tall, might be a little bit smaller, but it's huge. Yeah. And on the first snow... Every year, I put that Christmas tree up. Okay. So... Even if it snows in October? Yep. And I don't take it down until my birthday. Okay. Which is January 4th. Yeah. And um, so I had had the tree up, and my brother was over, and we were just, like, hanging out, and me and my brother don't ever get along. 
It's Jonathan. You know Jonathan. Yeah. We always argue every time we're together. Well, this night, we did not argue a single time. We were, like, in our pajamas, just, like, having fun, laughing, goofing off. And my um, my grandma, whenever we went to her house, she would always have these night shirts for us, which were just her shirts. But yeah. she is a big woman, so she yeah. they were just really big, and we were kids, so they were our night shirts. Yeah. And uh, so it was weird that we were getting along, and we were both in our pajamas, and the Christmas tree was up. And I literally just stopped and I said, Mimi's here. That's what we called my grandma. And my brother did not say a word. And he, I know he would be uncomfortable um, even, you know, entertaining the idea. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, I know it makes you feel uncomfortable, but I know you feel it. I know that you know she's here. And he still didn't say anything. But we continued to get along. And it was a really great night yeah. with my brother that I never get along with. Well, that, you know, that's that kind of reminds me like my grandma's funeral. My grandmother, she was very popular. I mean, she was very oh, popular. She got around. She, she, she got around. No, she wasn't like that. She just, everybody really respected her. Everybody called her Grandma Joy. She was a great woman. She really wasn't. She she was kind of, you know, she was a bitch, but that's what was so great about her was because she wasn't afraid to speak her mind. Anyway, um, so, like, at her funeral or whatever, she this woman planned out pretty much her whole funeral, which was great. You know, she did it in advance. You know, so nobody really had to had to take care of it. But the whole thing Probably just... Probably Capricorn. Was her. Um, you know what? I think so. December 30th? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gotta get everything in line and in yeah. order. So, you know, but at the funeral, like, during the services, um... The lights flickered a couple of times. And I mean, noticeably so. Everybody noticed it. And and it was just extreme. But it was a beautiful... I mean, just everything about it was just so her, you know. And and then we all had like a big, you know, kind of get together later. The family is so goddamn big. We had to rent out an entire park. Not just like the shelter at the park. Like the entire park. <laughs> and, <laughs> and have a little get together there. Um, but what they did with was they used um, my grandma. She like she loved her Pepsi, and God forbid you fucking touched one of her Pepsis. Like See, she would my have your ass. Was a coke woman. Oh no, she was she loved the Pepsi, which is weird because my grandma's like really she was like super southern. But um, anyway, she loved her Pepsi, and so she had this like whole stockpile of Pepsis at her house that they decided to just go ahead and use for this you know event that we had or whatever. And some people kind of commented on it, like it kind of tastes weird, whatever. And, you know, then we, somebody ended up, like, checking out the can. These motherfucking Pepsis expired, like, two years before. <laughs> and it was just kind of, like, her way of having, like, one last, you know, just right. fucking like y'all song. You got I told Pepsi. you, right, not to touch my Pepsi. And there was a rainbow that day at the park. Aww. So, I know. So, I mean, just the whole day was just, I mean, it was, it was magical. It was literal magic. And, you know, and that was just a, a, a really good experience. So, I mean, you know, again, what was that? If you don't believe in coincidences, I mean, what do you... So, I mean, I think I think there's something to it. I think there's something to it. A scarier story I have is um, 
and I think this is probably the last one I have. Um, I was laying in bed. I was dating this couple, and um, you know who they are, but I won't disclose names because <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I was in a relationship with this couple, and um, we were laying in bed, and I'm not sure if you had been to his house before, but he lived in like a one story house, like a one, like there was just one floor. Mm-mm. And okay, and uh, anyway, we're just hanging out in bed, and um, all of a sudden we hear footsteps, you know, above us. And again, this is a one-story house. It was weird. It was really weird. Is there an attic? No, <laughs> no, there wasn't. And it was just, it was just, you know, it's just. He lived in like uh, Belmont, in one of those like cookie cutter homes, mm. you know. So I mean, there's a crawl space, but it's um, I think it's underneath. But even still, you wouldn't, I mean, whole-ass footsteps, I mean, thuds, thuds on the roof. It was bizarre. And so it freaked us all out. Santa Claus. It was Santa Claus. (laughs) It was June. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. It would have been fun. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. Christmas in July. Right. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it wasn't Belmont, so, like, it could have been a crackhead on the roof. I don't know. You know, (laughs) it could have been. Belmont ain't that bad. But I don't know. You know, that's. It was weird. I mean, you can't explain that, you know, and 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 ghosts are just kind of one of those things. It's like you really got to see it and, and experience it to believe it because 99% of the time, I would say, it's just, it's a feeling. It's some feeling that you have. And that's what people say when they experience, like, ghosts. Like, they like it feels cold. But is that really a ghost, though? Because... Is it really a ghost? And I've thought about that because you know how I am about my ultra-dimensional... Right. Ultra terrestrials, you know. Which is... So, there's this really good book. It's called Seth Speaks. Okay. And it's this entity that is channeled by a woman. Mm Mm-hmm. And her husband um, basically just writes everything down. Okay. Um, Or maybe he typed it. I can't remember. But I don't think that's important. But he would talk about how, um, basically, like, we are more than what we are in this body. But when we're in this body, we're much more limited because of our um, perception. We don't have the same abilities. So anything beyond us is so far out of our perception that we wouldn't really be able to understand it even if we did experience it but it it kind of in its own way it doesn't like say interdimensional being or anything like that but it It sounds similar right it's basically what it was describing but it wasn't like a term probably because that term doesn't exactly describe what it is that he was well because it couldn't it might not exist in our vocabulary right. in our minds you know because like he gave i'm pretty sure he gave himself his name but he did all of that just to basically make it more relatable more easy to understand okay okay um but it was really interesting, like, the, the take he had on it. Because it was kind of like... So, like, our visual field is, like, nothing exists. Okay. Right. But 
it does exist because our mind creates it. So, like, so, we can kind of, well, I guess we're not, like, manifesting it. Like, if we were in our, we'll just say true form, mm-hmm. which would be our most basic, high-powered self, or whatever, however you want to call it or say it, anything here, you would be able to, like, look through. Mm-hmm. But it's... You wouldn't really be looking through it because it doesn't exist. I don't know. It was really, it's really hard to explain, but the way the book talks about it is really, really good. I understand it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know, for 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 reasons that I don't think I'm ready to disclose yet to the world, but I understand. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. If you know. Um, you sense. know. Yeah. It does make sense. It is a weird. It is a weird thing. Um, so, I mean, I do get that. And that could definitely be, you know, what we perceive as, you know, ghosts, you know, or whatever. Um, interdimensional creatures, spirits, you know, your soul, whatever whatever it is you want to call it. I mean, um, either way, like, you can't, you can't tell somebody that has felt it and experienced it and seen it otherwise. Like, you, you can't, you know, because... They just know. I mean, even though they can't prove it to you that it's real, they just know that it is because they were there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's one of those things. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's. Well, it's like energy. You know, right. some forms of energy, I guess you could say you could see, like us moving, that takes energy. Right. That uses energy, even though the act of moving itself isn't energy. Right. Like, me moving my fingers is an energy. The energy is the ability to move my right, fingers. Right. But also, like, you know, heat and cold, those are all energies that, like, aren't seen. Right. So it's like, essentially, that is, I guess, what a ghost would be. It would be just a different type of energy. Right. Because yeah. you can't necessarily see it, but you might be able to see it, might be able to project itself in a way that is able to be seen when you might be able to feel it you right. know because you, you can feel that <clears throat> if you enter a room and you know say you enter the room and in the room full of people just found out that mom died you know but you don't know you enter this room not knowing that you feel that energy yeah, immediately it's heavy right it's heavy you know you know if you enter a room of, of friends and they're all having a, a great time you feel that energy immediately yeah. so I which mean, is also psychic ability which yeah, is yeah we all possess but yeah. most people don't understand that concept but the most like the easiest way to kind of explain that is you know how people have their spots yeah like my chair yeah yeah you know like say i had like a chair that was my chair anybody that would sit in it that was receptive to energies that are you know not typically picked up on Mm -hmm. could feel that and even people that typically don't pick up on energies could feel my energy on there it's yeah. that imprint and then you'd walk into the room and they'd know oh i should i should move right you know they just get that instinct immediately that's right. true well and it's like in the form of like a letter like a handwritten letter 
a lot of times when you get that, which is kind of unheard of in right. this day and age, you could really feel the energy that was like put, put into, into that card while they were riding. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's it's different now because like say you apply to a university and they send you a letter. Well, yeah. it's on a computer. It's typed, right. So you might feel excited because you know that it's a letter from the university that you applied for, but you might not feel excited because you know what the letter actually contains, but had yeah. it actually been handwritten, you probably would be able to pick up on it a little bit more. You'd have felt better. That's right. true. That's or true. worse, depending on if well, that's true. <laughs> that's true too. So I mean that's it's true. kind of like a little fun experiment, you know, if you really want to kind of like see what you are I guess quote unquote capable of. Yeah. You could write a letter to a friend and or have a friend write a letter to you. Oh my gosh. And try and like feel the energy before you actually open it. But, you know, let each individual kind of decide when they want to write that letter. Like if they want to write about something they want to get off their chest that's yeah. really been weighing them down, you know, then, you know, they put that in the letter and they send it to you and you can kind of gauge what you feel before you open it and read the actual contents. I think that we should have Karen write us a letter. Right. <laughs> We need the first. We need to get Karen on the case. We need to get Karen on the case. With these ghosts, and honey. <laughs> we need to get Karen. We need to give her a spirit box. <laughs> we need to give her, you know, a little an EMF detector. Right. We, we need to get her all set up. Like can you imagine <laughs> some lady with like the the really short bob that's got like the the feathered flip in the back but right at the top of her head not even at the crown just at the top of her yeah. head with a little bang coming down yeah. and walking just like through. walking through an abandoned building mm -hmm. with the fucking transmitters or whatever the fuck they're called and just like if you don't come out here right now I'm calling the police Right. my name's Karen and I demand to speak to your manager we need to get Karen on the case. Right. She would have it figured out. She knows. Like, who is managing these ghosts? Right. Who is allowing who? them to come into this house right. and trash it? Like, they own it? the place. Right. <laughs> who does this poltergeist think he is? <laughs> oh, Karen, we love you. Right. <laughs> but we really don't. Sorry. Right. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Well... <clears throat> But she's white women with this whole fucking Karen thing. Oh, my God. I don't think I've seen a single person of color named Karen chime in. That are upset about At least, yeah, from <coughs> the perspective of it being offensive or the next N-word. Here's what I've noticed about it is that the only people really bitching about the Karen thing are people that aren't even named Karen. It's from, like, Emily and Stephanie are, like, offended about the Karen thing. And it's, like, and other Karens are, like, I mean, my name's Karen and it's fine. Right. <laughs> like, I think we've had this conversation before yeah. on this show. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> because it's just so baffling. I mean, isn't it just bizarre that they, I mean, they're really equating it to something like a, like a racial slur. It's, like, are you serious? I guess boomers do that, too, though. <laughs> they yeah. hate it. <laughs> That's why we do. Okay, it, boomer. But we're the ones that tri that are triggered. So <laughs> yeah, it went from okay, boomer to okay, Karen. Okay, Karen. 
<laughs> Even though we've been saying okay, Karen, for a while. For now. a while, yeah, that's okay. They want to take offense to it, I, I guess. All those, all those uh, Katies want to take right. offense to Karen, anything to so. feel important. Anything, right? That's you know, right. because the gays. <laughs> <laughs> the LGBT. Yeah, they're just taking over the whole world. Right. Just, it just doesn't even. I got into um, a social a social media dispute um, with a guy who claimed that, like, you know, he is tired of being a, a cis heterosexual male and being blamed for everything. He's like, I'm, I'm tired of, get, of getting attacked all the time. And, and I'm there. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm genuinely curious. When have you been attacked? Right. Supposedly, like, he was denied a... A promotion at work because he was told they didn't need any more white men. And it's like, if that's true, why didn't you sue them for discrimination? Right. Because it's not true. <laughs> right. Which yeah. brings us to because the discussion of racism versus discrimination. There is a difference. Yeah, there is a difference. But, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to. I'm not going to get into that. Another right. one was that's, the. Um, that's a whole episode in itself. When you. Um, one thing I like to do is from time to time, I'll um, post something on social media saying something along the lines of, like, if when I want to clear out my friends list, I'll say something along the lines of how, like, men are trash. Yeah. And then the ones that are like, oh, yeah, double standard, we're all not trash, like, and you're like, oh, found the trash. Yeah. <laughs> then took stuff out. <laughs> right. Thanks, sis. So. And by sis, I mean cis white scum. <laughs> It's terrible. I completely understand the double standard thing. I get it. But you know what? The thing is, is that um, if you're not trash, you don't have anything to worry about. You know, it's no, it's not all men. But obviously your guilty conscience is coming out somewhere for you to have to stand up and defend the men that are trash. You know, (laughs) that's a a problem. Well, and it all depends on your position of power. It does. You know, like you are not. I shouldn't say power because that's the probably an inappropriate word. But your position of privilege. Yeah. You know, white men are privileged. Right. White women are privileged, but white male privilege supersedes white female privilege. Yeah. You know there is. You know a system. There's that a pyramid. Has been yeah. Put into place right. that has been a part of our history for a tale as old as time. Right, right. You know, the patriarchy. Right, right. And then slavery. Right. You know, everything that we experience in today has been formed by a structure of the past. Yeah. And that is exactly what needs to be dismantled. Well, and I mean, like... Just like I was saying, like, last night, I was telling you about how last night, you know, I'm at home, it's two o'clock in the morning, and I had two different men at the same time in my DMs um, getting violent with me because I wouldn't hang out with them. I've never met either of them in my entire life. You know, I don't know these people at all. I've never talked to them before, ever. And they're getting upset because I won't hang out with them. The one guy, you know, immediately resorts to, oh, like I'm even attracted to you that way. And it's like, really? Because you're all over my pictures and my posts and things. I mean, you obviously are, you know. And so, you know, that's not even, you know, that doesn't, it was just ridiculous. And so it's like two, two at the same time, you know. Now, granted, at the same time, 
you know, I was also, you know, talking regularly with somebody that I talk to regularly who, you know, has shown me absolutely nothing but respect. And, um, you know, so it's not that they, that, that like good men don't exist. Nobody's saying that they don't, you know, um, I'm just saying, look at the numbers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Men know? are trash. Right. Not look all of the numbers. Them, Not all of them. But a majority. But a good chunk of you guys, I'm sorry, are. Probably nobody listens to this but show. I mean, but if they do, sorry. You know, <laughs> you women know? are trash, too. They are. It yeah. Just they are. We Everybody's trash. We were talking about that earlier. Women are bitchy and needy and naggy and they're gross and they're manipulative. I mean, right. People in general are just trash. <laughs> right. The whole human race. Race. trash <laughs> all of yous you know and this so, planet is just a landfill now because of us and then it's funny because then i get people that like criticize me because you know i'll because i'll sell pictures of my ass on the internet but it's like you know at the same time i will be more than happy to stand my ground and tell you that i'm a fucking heathen like right. i'm not ashamed at all <laughs> like if that's what it is okay then that's what it well, is see, the whole thing with that too is like people want to look down on sex workers but it is just like an individual that is using their body to make money like anybody does on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. When I go to work at the restaurant and I'm running around taking food to tables, answering right. the phone, I am using my body physically to move around the restaurant. Right. Now, that job doesn't have as much risk as, say, a coal miner's job yeah. or a factory worker's job. The yeah. conditions are different. So it's just a matter of... It being work, period, well, point blank. Something that I saw the other day, a post I had seen the other day was that, uh, imagine there's a photographer, okay? And they take this picture of a tree. And then, you know, they sell you the picture of the tree. You know, you buy it. It doesn't take away from the value of the tree itself. Right. You're not selling the tree itself. You're selling the picture of the tree, you know? And so it's like, it's just absurd to say that it's like that with other people. You know what? Let's... Let's do sex work on another day because yes. <laughs> I have so much I could say about but it. Speaking of the value of trees, I forget where, but somewhere in the U.S. there is uh-huh. a tree that literally owns its like own yes. property. <laughs> please tell, please tell the story. Please tell the like, story <laughs> as best as you can remember. So the guy from like way back when or whatever had this. Like, love for a tree. Yeah. So much that he bought the land that the tree was on. And then when he died, he left the land to the tree. And by law, the government cannot do anything about it. Yeah. And there was actually a um, windstorm or something that blew the tree down and, you know, wrecked it. So, they actually were able to plant, like, a seed from the tree. From the tree, yeah. And that seed became the heir <laughs> of that. <laughs> to itself. <laughs> yes, it's like, it's great. Like, it's wonderful. It's like, and the whole I'm, town loves it. I mean, they, yeah. they're, they're really into This is This is kind of, like, it's semi-local to us. I think it's somewhere we should go. I think we can go there. I think uh, it's, I don't think it's in Ohio, but I think it's in, like, Kentucky or some shit. 
I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I can't remember. I kind of want to look it up. <laughs> the tree that owns itself. It's an adorable story. You guys really should look into it. It is. It's 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 pretty amazing. But I'll be looking up the tree that uh, owns itself. The tree that owns itself is a white oak tree that, according to legend, has legal ownership of itself and all of the land within eight feet of its base. The tree, also called Jackson Oak. I didn't know it had a name. Jackson Oak? Jackson Oak. (laughs) It's such a handsome name, too. It's in Athens, Georgia. Oh. That's a little far. Well, we could go there. Yeah, it said uh, it fell in 1942, but a new tree was grown from one of its acorns and planted in the same location. The current tree is sometimes referred to as the son of the tree that owns itself. That's crazy. I love that there's a legacy. I mean, it's got like a whole <laughs> as a family now. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful too. Oh, it makes me think of the uh, the giving tree. <laughs> I don't know why. He's really not giving anybody anything. Um, he's hey, actually... He's giving people peace of mind. <laughs> it's good. It, listen, if a tree can own itself, you guys can do anything right. you want to do. <laughs> I'm just here to tell you now. Right. You think it's anything. out of your reach or right. not within your power, but it is. Because it a tree is. owns a itself. A tree owns itself. That's amazing. That's really amazing. It well, really I guess is. it doesn't really own itself. Like, it does because it is well, a tree. That yeah. It is a thing. It that, owns land. Right. It actually has a plot of fucking land. And it's its own land. And it's. I don't think it's its going to sell it off anytime soon. So. Right. <laughs> anyway. It can't sell any we've, we've gotten far off the rails from ghosts here, so. <laughs> do you what think do you there's a ghost think? of the tree that Ooh. owns itself? Like, because he's dead now? Right. Like, there could be. There could be. Would you still feel the energy of that tree there? Like, maybe there's a legend that, like, sometimes you can, like, see... Like, if you're standing far away on, like, a dark, stormy night, you can see it. (laughs) 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 Uh, All right, guys. Well, what do you guys think? Do you guys think ghosts are real? Do you have any um, ghost experiences that you want to talk to us about? Uh, Let us know. Um... You know, we might be, uh, you know, we've been playing with the idea of maybe bringing some of you guys on for these uh, Weirdness Day talks to kind of get some uh, personal, some personal experiences from you. So, um, you know, feel free to share and, you know, we'll we'll see what we can work out. Um, Now, we will still be doing the Animal Crossing play along. It's been a weird week, guys. Um, Ivy has been falling apart. Literally. You know, the poor thing. She broke her back a couple years ago. And, you know, that shit is difficult to recover from. So (laughs) she's been going through it. Um, So we are trying to get it together. But I have been working hard on getting my town together um, to have you guys come and play. So we will definitely um, keep you posted on that. Yeah, I'm trying to get mine together. I actually had somebody say my island was inspiring. Did they? Yes. I That's was like, so oh, because it looks like shit. <laughs> but you see the potential that I see. It inspires I, them I to not have their there. island look like shit. <laughs> right. Literally. Like, like, oh, wow. Better. Right. I don't want to end up this like this. <laughs> not what mine wants to look like. I feel it. It's so overwhelming sometimes, but we'll get there. Anyway, guys, well, until uh, next week, I guess we yeah. will talk to you then. Bye. Bye.